0: and welcome back to another episode of Talk About It Sis. I'm Maya. And I'm Amanda. And today we have a special guest, my friend Elisa. Do you want to introduce yourself and tell them a little bit about who you are?
1: Sure, sure. Hey ladies, it's Elisa here. 29, single from the DMV area, specifically PG County. Pretty Earl County is what they call it. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Amanda (laughs) Lewis in D.C., how do you feel
0: about this statement?
1: Okay, represent. (laughs) <laughs> okay. You know, um,
0: it's funny because I always hear this argument uh, when people are actually from PG County and they say we're they're from D.C. and then people are like, don't say that, you're not really from D.C. Don't do that. Don't do that. But yeah, today we are talking about dating, specifically, I guess, about getting back into the dating world um, after being out for a while, so I'm interested in hearing your story, Lisa. I know that you just recently started dating again and you told me that you even got a dating coach so I'm interested to hear all about that if you just want to start about like why you took a, I know you took a while for off from dating so tell me a little bit about how long that was all the good stuff
1: okay perfect yeah I can start out with that so my last relationship ended oh I'm gonna age myself I look young y'all I do yes honey. Uh, <laughs> back in 2011 10 years ago was my last relationship dating wasn't something I took seriously for a while I, I would say probably the reason for that specifically was that I knew that I had a lot of self-growth to do. I am a twin and we were very sheltered growing up, very uh, religious growing up, very together all the time. And identity was something that I struggled with a lot, Um, always being pinned against her or vice versa. And it was just like a very mentally or an emotionally like tolling. I didn't realize how much it was until I came out of that, um, until we like separated and moved on yeah. to college um, and post-college. So I I don't know. I, I just was so so focused on building myself and then finding my space in in the career world because that can be really hard my personality I I like to take a while to make decisions and then like drill down on what that path is so moving into career after college for me I wasn't really focused on men Still focused focus on self-growth and then like 110 percent in work at work all the time, working working multiple jobs at the same time, just because I just wanted to soak up, you know, learn all the things and and just understand where I wanted to flourish and grow. So you
0: didn't miss out on, like, dating? Like, you saw... I'm sure you saw all your friends dating and, like
1: yeah I think growing up for me, I never saw two people in a household, so it wasn't uh my mom and my dad divorced when I was really young. My grandmother had divorced my grandfather before I was born. I never saw two people functioning together. so it wasn't for me, it was a norm. It wasn't like you know I wasn't groomed to to, to become you know or groomed to learn these kinds of skills to become this ideal I don't know be in this certain space to to create I guess you would say I wasn't preparing yeah. for marriage. That would be weird. Yes, parents do. They prepare their children, especially men. Men, men, men weren't in my home. Um, and, and if you think about it, like daddy-daughter dates and that kind of like normalization of, of understanding how to be treated and all of that, that gets learned in a home in a way. And that's great foundational work for, for women um, or for young girls to kind of like, this is how you're to be treated. This is all the things. For me, I didn't have that. Dad wasn't really around, wasn't very active. Nothing against him now. We're okay. But those are really important traits and things that you see. And I thought that me being single was okay yeah. and normal. No, that makes sense. I wasn't really checking for nobody. <laughs> I was just like, I'm not
0: just covering. you. Yeah. you know, I, was, I was listening.
2: am like, it is normal. Like for me, I mean, even though I um, I did see like, you know, two people in a household, being in a relationship, especially in my 20s, wasn't something that I felt like I had to do. So I would say it's pretty normal being single and, and. and I would say having options, but in your case, you weren't dating. So what does that look like for you? Were you not engaging in any platonic relationships with men you were attracted to? Or was it just the non-intimacy part and the building towards them?
1: They were just friends. And when I say friends, like they were like friends. That was really it. Um, We were just cool. Yeah, like it wasn't like, hey, I'm really into you. Can we go out? No. Um, But a lot of people I surrounded myself with were pretty familiar with um what my background was in terms of my beliefs and the status of sexual activity so for me I I am waiting until I get married so that's another big piece yeah and people are like no you were out here just like and it's like no I'm good and also you know you don't miss things that you don't have or that you don't engage in and they're like and I've learned you know not putting yourself in compromising situations and creating yeah. boundaries and these are all the things I learned in my early 20s to be like you know to to just create space where I wanted to to show up and and feel um, it's interesting comfortable.
0: because like recently yeah. on the last episode Amanda I've so I was celibate for six years in my 20s. I had the goal of waiting till marriage. Um, That's no longer a goal of mine. But at the time, uh, I was fine with it. And she was asking me, like, how did you go six years? And I'm like, you just lose, it just becomes not a part of your life. You know, it's not something you think about, because you're never doing it. Um, Then, you know, once you do it again, the floodgates open, (laughs) it's a part of your life again. But when you're not, it's kind of just like, yeah, it's just another thing that's not relevant. Um, so I can definitely
2: relate to that. Um, but you so said... I was going to say, Maya... Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, yours at one point was for religious purposes. Yeah. And I was wondering if um, Elisa's was the same way.
1: Yeah, so I grew up in a very religious household. So my ideals and values and principles started out that way. But as I got older, you know, it, it that wasn't enough to solidify for me what that was. Um, it was good to have those systems in place, but to scare kids, like don't do this because it's, 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 you have to make the choice and understand why you're making that choice, especially when you're beginning to date again and having a stance on what your choices are and why. So for me in my early twenties, um, First off, I was really ashamed of it, totally embarrassed by it. People asking tons of inappropriate questions, not being uh, not being sensitive at all. Um, They're just questions, questions, questions. And that caused me to turn into like a little a little turtle in my shell. But yes, it started out religious Um, as I got older. There's still a foundational piece that has me holding on to that, but there are like other spiritual um, components that I feel that don't deal with religion because religion is one thing and spirituality is, you yeah, know, they're, 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 the they're just two different. They're apples and oranges. They're both fruit, but yeah, because a whole other... Y'all, yeah, that's whole other- for sure. And I kind of feel that
0: way about, like, my journey now, too. Like, I, I was also talking about this on, when we were talking about celibacy, which was, like, when I did my six years of celibacy, it was very much so um, for religious reasons and because I thought it was the right thing to do. And now I'm kind of, like, celibate by pandemic, and... <laughs> um, I mean, not that I, I could be having sex if I wanted to be having sex right now, but I'm not because I value my body in a way that like, I just don't want to be sharing it with everybody. And I think in that way it is spiritual. Um, so my decision now is more about like, yeah, I just don't want to be having sex with toxic people because then I'm going to take on that toxicity. Whereas that wasn't really in my mindset when I was doing it for like, yeah, I'm just going to wait till I get married for Jesus. Um... Yeah. So now I'm not saying that like I'm waiting till marriage, but I'm definitely waiting until I find somebody that has the qualities that I'm looking for and is emotionally available and can uh, connect with me on a spiritual level. But I was going to ask you, so like you just recently started dating. So I have a couple of questions about this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> Yeah. So well, first of all, yeah. I really
0: want to know your uh, experience with app dating because I freaking hate apps. And I know we were talking recently and you were saying that you've been having a good experience on them. So that's number one. I guess I'll just start there. Yeah. Tell me what your app experience has been like. And then are you somebody that tells somebody that you're celibate immediately or like, how do you navigate that world? Because yeah, a lot of people obviously on apps want to have sex.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So uh perfect question. Thank you for that. So I started my app experience back in 2019 when I thought 2020 was going to be my year, y'all. Didn't Didn't we all? Didn't (laughs) we all? Mm, Just a moment of silence for that. So, yes. So I dropped in and I got super intentional because someone, I can't recall who, who told me, but they were just like, if you don't put yourself out there or start putting yourself in the line of sight of people, opportunities, just period, like it. This not going to come knocking on your door. You're, you're not going to meet a man outside. Basically, I'm not going to meet people where I, if I have a routine, switch up your routine. People are like, you know, you, you have to open yourself up for the opportunity for that to happen. Um, that's the mindset that I adopted and, and just took fully. That was 2019, December. Um, and then the pandemic happened right at the top apps back in February or January of 2020. It was terrible. It was terrible. And I've cut everything off and like what, walked away from What apps from it. were you using? I'm um, nosy. So I was on Bumble and it was just, it was just, I'm not, and you really have to go where you feel like personally you'll feel comfortable. Like I'm not a person that's a, I'm not a very forward person when it comes to approaching men. I don't like come and find you out in the crowd. That's just not me. So I felt like Bumble was that. So I kind of like came off of Bumble. So for for Um, those of you that don't
0: know on Bumble, women have to message first. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like the icebreakers. And I'm like, wow, I have a new respect for men that have to do this, I guess. Oh, wow.
1: (laughs) Bumble, you real quick. But go ahead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, So I walked away from it. I walked away from it for about seven or eight months. It wasn't until August of 2020 where I was like, hmm. This uh, pandemic is not going to change, and I had recently moved back to the DMV area. So I had gone from New York. So many life changes happened. I needed to wait for for myself to kind of like the dust to settle for me to mentally be in that yeah, space. Because yeah, so August twenty twenty, I had gotten a part. I became a part of the EXO Nicole tribe. I don't know if y'all are familiar with EXO oh, you Or
0: what
2: is it? Okay.
1: A blog? No. The blog. Oh, I think
2: vaguely. Is it a blog? I mean, I've read. Okay. I've read articles from them.
1: Okay. Well, EXO EXO Tribe was a membership program that she launched. Um, early 2020. And it became like a, a nice offset from social media. Like it was community build you, anything from dating advice to sex advice, to financial information, to happy hour, virtual happy hours where you're meeting ladies either that are in your area or just across the board. It was a nice uh, change of pace or even change of environment for me. Cause I was just like, you know, social was just getting yeah. mentally taxing.
0: As it if that makes
1: sense. So went on there. Yeah. So there was a, uh, dating, this is me telling you about the dating coach. So there was this, uh, happy hour seminar conversation around, you know, app dating. And my last experience was very blah, but I was like, this is the only way I'm going to meet men. So let's try this came a part of it. And there was a woman by the name of Tara. She has a dating savvy. Uh, company and she swears by online dating and the new approaches that people should get more comfortable with that that being a way that you meet men. Not the whole way, but just, you know, throw away the old ideas of online dating where it's a creepy man behind a computer trying to get all up yeah. in the business. I
0: have my opinions on um, this but continue. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I, I mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes, I did too. I was just like, okay, whatever. That's cool. Had the had the seminar and loved it because she had such a fresh take on things that you just wouldn't really think about. And I... Did you give us some examples? Yeah. So put thought into the way that you want to represent yourself online so that you can attract the right kind of men. So negative speak, negative talk. If you got this, I don't want it. That kind of stuff that it feeds off negatively and it doesn't You know, you aren't looked in the light. Men, from just what I was being told, it's just like they want light. I mean, you still be yourself, but like there's a certain essence that you need to bring. Feminine. Allegedly. (laughs) I'm I'm trying to picture
2: this, like, you know, soft, feminine. I'm happy. I mean, I see like
0: a lot of male profiles that are like mad negative, which is like, I don't want a girl that smells bad. I'm like, sir.
2: (laughs) Oh, like the old Black Planet ones, no yeah, broke like, boys allowed. Why would you feel the need to put that in your profile? <laughs> N- none of
1: that. <laughs> sure. Also be concise. Say what you're looking for. The kind of personality traits that you want this mm. person to have. Um, speak about your values, but don't drill down on, you know, a specific politic or specific religion. Mention it in your profile, maybe, but don't drill down on that. Um, just the way that you show up online, just read a thousandfold yeah, if you do it is- right. So, yeah. So I took her. I took uh, it wasn't a class. It was more of like a really long, y'all know match.com yeah, to be having yeah, long yeah. applications. <laughs> I'm not on Match, by the way. Can't do that. <laughs> not yet. I'm not there. But I did, she had a special and she was like, I'll write your profile. We'll have a consultation. And out of that consultation and, and profile, she like created all of the things in terms of writing wise, of how I would show up. It was all me, mm-hmm. all my words. She just moved them like a wizard. And I've just had a great experience just even based off of that. I've sent her photos and you know, it just, she's like, Oh my gosh, this is great. This is great. This is great. And I'm like, okay, awesome. I went on the apps and it was like,
0: so wait, how many dates have you been on <laughs> since you did that? And how many dates were you getting before? I got to test this out.
1: So I didn't date. Well, I didn't date before because the pandemic happened. So I wasn't really doing the thing and I dropped off early. Just I didn't stay along for the race. But um, I've been on four dates going on my fifth one. And how long have you
0: been on? What month?
1: March. So I started last month. And then you asked me if I tell people. So I haven't told anyone specifically yet um, about celibacy. That's a conversation I feel like that is had. If if I'm meeting up with you, it's around dates. Two and a half. Because the thing is, that's a, that's personal information that's important to you. Mm-hmm. And to uh, to blindly ask somebody or to blindly tell somebody, what do you think about this, this way of looking at intimacy before they get to know you a little bit? People, we all have our hard stops, but you always have a little wiggle room for, for someone that, that you like, or you always have a little extra space for someone who you feel like you click with. Where you might be able to stretch your mind a little bit further to like dig in to learn a little bit more, right? So, so normally it would be, you know, date two and a half where we're constantly have conversation and things are going great. There was a situation where I was about to tell somebody and then he started moving differently, not in a bad way. He just, the communication wasn't as frequent. I also was traveling yeah. and come to find out we decided he was just like hey i'm pursuing someone else i was going to tell you very you know? adult very respectful <laughs> right and i've had those and that's how my experiences have been like either i'll tell them or they'll tell me and it's very respectful i haven't had any knock on wood bad experiences yet but all all by the way that my i don't know I, you allow a man to to move and treat you in a way in certain ways like you show up in a way and then, and then there's a certain amount of respect and a certain amount of like you know care that is had but it takes mature, emotionally mature men, emotionally available men, emotionally sound men, all of all yeah, of that. Which I think are few it. and
0: far between. <laughs> Just putting that out there. <laughs> uh, so you've had good experiences, which is great. But
1: Yeah, and I also yeah. read the vibes. Like, I am an empath. I'm a cancer. Um, and then you have women intuition on your side, too. When things you feel like things are kind of going off the off to the left, I I show up and I just say, hey, I, I don't you know, I've had a conversation on an app where I just told someone that I was either no longer interested or I don't see this going, you know, going any anywhere. I didn't use those words specifically, but I had to articulate it. People are like, it don't matter, just swipe, just unmatch. And I'm like, that's not how I want to be treated. They don't deserve, they don't need a full explanation. But it, you could at least politely say, hey, I've enjoyed speaking with you, but I don't see this um, turning into a romantic, you know, I don't see us yeah. moving forward or whatever. Keep it short, direct. Men respect you more than none like, a thousand percent more by just Girl, being I'm direct. Just you. I'm you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just
0: have to tell them the truth. I'm like, if I'm talking to 10 dudes and I decide that I'm either unmatching you or I'll just stop responding. Like, because usually the reason that I'm not responding anymore is because you said some dumb, okay. disrespectful, I'm not giving you an explanation as to why I'm stopping talking to you. I've had enough. But that's just me, you know. We all have our different ways, <laughs>
1: yeah. And it's a case yeah. by case too. No, that's true. So,
2: do you find, and I know this is it's hard to measure because it's, it was 2011 you stopped, and then now. So, you've had, you had, you know, your age, your wisdom, but still, do you find a difference in how you pursue the dating life from then and now, based on the coach's assistance?
1: A thousand percent. I mean, my mindset changed. Right. Ten years, a lot of a lot of intentional growth for, for at least the minimum of half of that. I didn't want to date me in 2011. Okay. Okay. Mm -mm. I was, a I was a very different person. Um, I have a couple of girlfriends Two of my best friends knew me back then, and they can attest to the amount of growth. Now, I wasn't a bad person. I just had didn't have very good emotional habits, or I was still dealing with things, traumatic experiences, not having a dad in the home is a traumatic experience for a lot of kids, seeing divorce and not understanding the why or finding out the why later on, and then that traumatizing you just by learning that information. So, I mean, you
0: were also 20, 21. It, who wants to be with most of our twenty twenty one year olds?
1: Awesome. <laughs> uh, um,
2: exactly.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So I think that's a testament, of just age, right? Like when when you get older, you you know you just see things differently. But definitely, you said definitely yeah.
2: intentional growth because some of us don't that's do that true. intentional growth so well. about. It's it a little too late.
1: <laughs> yes. Oh, and Amanda, to answer the other half of your question, the, the information I received from that dating coach, that questionnaire also taught me. You need to know what you want or at least have a good idea of what you want. Because if you don't know, you'll go around meandering around, wasting your time and feeling like, oh, dating's not for me. No. Have you sat down with yourself to find out what at least what some of your non-negotiables are? Not a long laundry. List, ask, but... Essential.
0: Yeah, We just
2: we talked. talked about that on our um, bad relationship podcast about non-negotiables. And I was wondering if with your coach so far, because I, what I told Maya is that sometimes your non-negotiables become flexible. And that just, Mm -hmm. for me, just being married, but is that something that you talk about with your coach about those being flexible on some things that you do want and noticing that you can't necessarily have it all. You you can't have it all.
1: Yeah. So I have, I haven't spoken to her explicitly about that. I have had conversations with friends because right now I'll be digging deeper with her over the summer. I took a break and then I started my online journey alone and she's just been like, tell me how everything's going. Okay. Um. yeah because you know the world's about to open up. Twenty twenty
0: one, baby.
1: <laughs> get into it. So the piece I know off off of just conversations I've had with really close girlfriends is children. Right now is a non negotiable. Mm-hmm. But I see that becoming more flexible as we get older. As I get older, I date older men. Will be older, and they will inevitably either intentionally or unintentionally <laughs> right. bring bring a little of them into the world um it's easier for them to wind up Apps, you know you, we can't hide a pregnancy they can mm-hmm, just, and then it's like do you want that kind of person right so so that off the top is something that i know in the future wherever i don't know how long but right now i just i want my person and not having yes little people. agreed
0: very much so
2: no completely understandable yeah. don't do it <laughs>
0: Well, hey, speak your truth. That's another story.
2: Don't do it.
0: I also do not want to date anyone with children and I I used to feel bad about it, but I'm just like that's a whole I don't I don't even know if I want to have children, so I don't want to be a mom to somebody else's children. That's a huge responsibility right. and then I also want the experience of yeah. having my first child with my husband, you know, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that.
2: Yeah, I totally agree. We we have to normalize that. I see too many people, especially women and even men, they just getting shamed online for not one that. But even this, you know, me having kids. If I was to divorce and someone told me they didn't want to date me because I had kids, I would be perfectly okay yeah. with that because it just comes with too yeah. much.
1: Yeah, yeah, I I completely agree. I said, you know, and then th- there are great stories that happen with people that meet others, and you know, maybe they were divorced, and the other person just wasn't considering it, but they grew to love that other person so much that they were okay with it. And it's like, those are the instances you think about. Um, The other non-negotiable for me is relationship with God. You don't need to be a Bible pusher. You don't need, you know, there are certain elements of relationship that i feel like are important to be specifically in the church serving and doing all of that that's not required for me but where do you go when you are frustrated w- what way do you try to like wrap your head around when the world you feel like is closing in on you like who are you talking to i mean you can talk to me all you want that's great but do you have a foundation a, a god-like so i guess foundation? the question
0: that i have about that is what if like you know they are spiritual and not necessarily like christian um, is
1: that something you're open to? So I was I, I was uh, messaging someone who, who spiritually, they had spirituality there. And I was like, oh, I love, you know, what does that mean to you? Like, what is that? And it was actually like a spiritual based religion. Mm-hmm. It, it, it dealt with idols and all these things. And I was like, thank you so much for informing me so much about <laughs> oh, your views on spirituality but at this time I don't see this working but I appreciate you so much because he was like oh no problem I don't mean to over explain and I was like no you're informing me because I'm not you know oh no you don't you uh, no I, like I'd love to learn more will I see us connecting on that level no because then you have to think about for me I want to be a mom I will be a mom in the future whether it be through me or whatever ways but I do want to be a mom so how do I want my children mm-hmm. growing up?
0: These are important things. I you know, these are things that did. people don't think about. A lot of people don't think about before they get married, and I'm like always thinking about these things. So I'm happy to find other people that are thinking about these things too, because these are like d- major deal breakers. And then people get married and they're like, oh, dang, we don't agree on this major thing. Right. Everyone talks
2: about credit. What's your credit like? They forget the yeah. deeper stuff. I mean, I stuff, do right? need to
0: know what your credit's like, but
1: <laughs> so, <yeah>. right, right,
0: <laughs> but there's much deeper
1: while we wasting five years dating yeah.
0: oh right. yes yeah so what yeah. do you think about that like I, there shouldn't be no timeline yeah what is, what is too, too long, long to date yeah.
2: I mean if your goal is marriage of course like if your goal is marriage then I would say what is too long to be dating five years is too much I me.
0: think two so. years at <laughs> uh, two two and a half years yeah we need to be figuring out what's happening here. Please, but how is that you know. that may be your timeline may be different um Elisa so do you want to tell sure. me about what you Yeah,
2: yeah. you did say you want to be a mom does that do you want to do you feel like that you need to be um committed or married to to be a mom first or is that, do you have like an order for that?
1: Yeah. So in a perfect world, my order would be meet the man, Mm -hmm. engagement, marriage, the child, Mm -hmm. children, (laughs) and then happy ever after. Right. Perfect world. That's how I want the order of things to go. Um, so, yeah, so my case may be altered because let's say the, the person that I meet may not have thought of waiting to marriage to be a thing, and maybe I have changed their outlook on that, which is great, but they're like, all right, cool, I see what this journey is like. It could be a year and a half. I mean, I feel like two years for me is good from like you know intentionally a year and a half is good, but like two solid years I'm okay with because. The way that I'm approaching dating now is I already have in my mind what I want. So it's not like trying to figure it out. It's just a matter of if these people align with me. Um, and then from that point, it's it's us already having conversations. I like having healthy conversations surrounding what future yes. looks like and what timelines look like. Because we're all adults. Um, within that first three dates, you're going to find out what this is with me. Yeah. Yes. I like like timelines. I like
2: (laughs)
0: timelines and deadlines.
1: I'm not, look, okay. okay. I'm not
2: ashamed.
1: (laughs) No. And, and, and if it, if it comes up normally in casual conversation, then people won't feel like they're being attacked because most people, they hold, they hold on to it. And then they Arthur fist their way through a relationship. And then they're like, what are we? And it's like, if y'all had conversation, like a healthy relationship Mm -hmm. with conversation and having these harder conversations because marriage is nothing but having hard conversations, having hard times. The times are probably also good but the reality the bliss is not majority of it the bliss is created through the hard intentional conversation i, feel that so.
0: I guess for me like so i per- i personally do not like updating um i did do like a lot of app dating in my earlier 20s and i i use the term dating loosely <laughs> um, not not actually in my earlier 20s. When I hit, like, 27, I went through, like, an app dating stint from, like, 27 to, like, 28 okay. and a half, maybe. Um, and I met a lot of <laughs> dudes on there. But I guess I also had to consider, like, my intentions at the time, were, which were not necessarily to, like, get into a relationship. It was more like, oh, I'm going to, like, just have a good time. Um, but I noticed that the men that I was meeting um we're very quick to want to like move the relationship forward uh and not necessarily like emotionally (laughs) but move the relationship forward sexually um and then also like who i was talking to online wasn't really translating to who i was meeting in person if that makes sense um So I was just like, this is like a lot of work. (laughs) Like, I don't like, I'm the type of person I want to meet people in person. I want it to be organic and I want to feel the vibe instead of like thinking I know somebody's vibe and then meeting them in person and their vibe is like nothing like they were when I was talking to them. And so now like, I, I mean, I don't use any, I don't use apps anymore, but like when I did, I started just like meeting people after like, I would talk to them maybe twice and then meet up with them because if I'm talking to somebody for two weeks, I've already built up some false sense of intimacy that's not real. And then I'm meeting them and they're nothing like that. So that was like my rule.
1: I love that, Maya. You know, if the pandemic wasn't happening, I would mm. want to do that more. Like, I'd, I'd be, like, a lot further along. You'd be like, how many dates? I would have been, like, 12. Um, Or how many meetups? It would have been more frequent because it's true. And then you can also get very comfortable talking to somebody, and then it starts to slowly fizzle out. And then they're like, hey! And then you're like, yeah. I'm not really that interested anymore. So let me go ahead and, and it's have true. So with this
2: uh, dating coach, I'm like I'm just <laughs> yeah. really intrigued by it. For one, mm. I'm like excited I'm not on your journey but I'm listening like okay and and in essence it kind of reminds me like you're trying to I don't even want to say sell yourself but like a job you Mm you have this LinkedIn profile and you're trying to make sure that the you know your personal message sounds like something you're making sure that the wording is right so I don't know it sounds exciting And I may just be saying that because I've been married years. Like, wow, this is exciting, but it also makes me think of. And I told Maya this. um, It makes me think of Kevin Samuels, and I don't huge eye roll.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do not like that man. Uh Um, Okay,
2: and that's what he markets himself as. Well, life coach, dating coach, and and since you're into, since you have a dating coach, is that something? like looking at him that you find similar and does he just have a different approach from what you are experiencing i
1: know uh, <laughs> all he does is <laughs> take women down we were going we were we were in a really great place and we just went down I just went into down. the valley I had and i'm just trying to get to the hilltop <laughs> i had to ask this question because i have
2: never met anyone that had or engaged with anyone that's had a a dating coach or some type of, well, he calls himself an image consultant. I should take that back. But the two are kind of similar. So I'm like, is this a thing that's starting to happen now? Are there other people so, that, you know, engage in, um
1: like with the um dating coaches and such? Um, I personally know, oh. but I knew just like any new chapter in your life, you prepare for it. Mm-hmm like you reference a job interview, um, you have either friends or colleagues look at your resume or you do some, you know, either hard or soft uh, conversations or cold calls or whatever. And you do your research Mm -hmm. and you prepare just like any interview, which can, which ultimately is what dating is. If you think about it, Um, it's a series of interviews. You're also having a good time, but you're learning more about that person to see if you all are a good fit and see if you all are on the same path or a similar path that's getting you all to the same destination. If it's the Mm -hmm. same for both parties so mr
2: you don't even <clears throat> acknowledge him i get it
1: <laughs> it's and it's no slight to him personally you know right. I, I i'm i'm a you know i'm god's child so i'm not gonna speak ill of You're anyone so sweet, girl. but it's it's, <laughs> <Right>. it's unfortunate <laughs> it's unfortunate that he's hit he's hit the sand waves and he's created this platform for himself which It's just it puts people in a really interesting pocket to think about how he has a very old school approach of certain things that I may technically not agree with that may not align with the way that I see dating. I see my dating coaches meeting me where I am and helping me get to the destination that I'd like to go. Him, he he's like, you're here. Um. He's not meeting you there. He's telling you, you need to get here before you talk to me. Okay. And I just, I see that as a non, It we are all human. So I like, I like approaching things from a very human centered space. Mm-hmm. And he's coming from a more superficial space. And then also, you know, the certain kind of men that he claims to have in his roster. I mean, I'm just not, I'm not, I'm not there, sis. Yeah. I'm just not. And I'm okay with that.
0: Agreed. And it's also so. like, if you're trying to find somebody, you know, somebody that's compatible with them, you don't start by tearing them down. Like if somebody's coming to you in a vulnerable space, it's not like you need to fix this, this and this, like that doesn't help in the beginning of somebody's journey. And if it, if that is what you think that they need to do, say it in, a, in love, not like in the way he does it, yeah. I, can very... Dun- I, don't, okay. I like
2: controversy. Don't that—that's a whole other <laughs> story. But you know, just <laughs> myself, I like what Elisa said about someone meeting you where you are. Like that's important for whatever it works, whether it's friendship, relationship, your therapist. It's like come to me and let's see where we go on this journey together. So no, I love that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It takes a lot of vulnerability and I feel like there's no vulnerability in that space and you just need to lean in on places where you feel encouraged. Um, and also like when dating starts, like be receptive to those spaces, like, go where you feel like you're you're learning but also like you have to let go of a lot of you, we have to unlearn a lot of the things especially if you come from a space similar to my background where you know you think everything's this way and then it's like oh no friend like unlock this unlock this like be ready and open to receive the whole process as a package and not here or that yeah. this or that so
2: I was actually gonna ask now just has courting changed for either of you um in terms of you know what we talked about like you you did talk about dating Older man, Lisa, and mm-hmm. I know older men. St- depending on the older man, are a little more traditional. They tend to court more. But then I've also heard stories and scenarios of like twenty year olds, maybe early thirties, want to go half on a date kind of thing. And you're like half on a I'm date. I'm not
0: going half on a date. Where you do that? At? Right. So that. I'm
2: like, has has that aspect of courting a woman since you started dating changed, and even with you, Maya, just compared to the
0: past? I don't know that I was ever cool with going half on a date i have no so let me be clear though like when i first start dating somebody yes i'm not paying um but like as we get into a relationship yeah i have no problem like treating my man or you know like doing things for him oh no I'm. but yeah no in the the courting courting phase where i'm trying to see if this is going anywhere yeah i want to be treated properly i want to be wined and dined and yeah, I'm sure that people would have problems with that, but that's how I feel. Take it or leave it.
1: What about you, Elisa? I'm in the same boat as you, Maya. I, I just, and also I'm very, uh, I leave, I lead with my actions, but I also like to be led. So I'm not going to sniff you out for a date. If you're asking me out, you're asking yeah. me out.
0: The person who, so wait, do you agree so, with the statement that says if you're, if you are the person who does the asking out, then you should pay. So what if a woman is asking the guy out? Should she pay? Okay. She can pass. All right. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that, too.
1: I mean, but it also, because it's, it's, it could be a very great area, but in this space, I look at it really black and white. Like, uh, let's just say, for instance, we're dating, and I'm like, you know, it would be really cool if we did this thing. Uh, I wouldn't say that. I'd be like, I'd, I'd find a way to craft mm-hmm. it for them to end up asking me. Yeah, I've been thinking about. How, <laughs> yeah, like, you know, it's going to be such a beautiful weekend, like... It would be nice to go on a boat,
0: Hmm.
1: (laughs) right? (laughs) Do you like the water? I love the water. Like, I when's the last time you've been out on the water? Well, you know, and then it starts, and then you start, and it's not manipulative. It's just you just are also showing up in your authentic self. Like, I actually love the water. I actually do like boats. How you know? How can we kind of make this happen? It's worked for me so far.
2: So, in saying that, when you guys talking about like kind of dropping hints. In the age of, like, social media, is it creepy for a guy that's trying to court you to tell you he, like, saw something on your page or in the comments and he thought you would like it? Wait, what? <laughs> or is that kind of, like, the normal now? Like, if a, like, say you were commenting on a popular page, like the Shade Room or something, or your friends, you all have mutual friends, and they see that you like something or you stated you wanted to go somewhere. Is it creepy for the guy to say, hey, I saw that you said this on Britney's page I, I want to take you I think
0: that's weird. If, like, if- is that if that's they're following normal? me on social media, we're following each other. I don't personally think that's weird.
1: So, yeah, no. So I'm, I'm jumping. I'm piggybacking off of what you just said, Maya. But for me and my experiences, I have no one that I'm dating that is following me on social media. Uh, if you I ask for my handle, Same. I'm not giving it to you.
0: Same. Okay. Same. So when I okay. did, so when I was on dating apps, so many men would ask me for my Instagram handle and, oh, and in the beginning I would give it to them. But then I found out that I had a bunch of like random strangers following me who have never taken me out. So I stopped giving out my Instagram instagram handle yeah uh, because it doesn't okay. make any sense i'm like you okay. just want to watch my life but you don't want to go out nah
1: honey. <laughs> yeah like why do you what actions have you provided to afford uh, that kind of exactly. access to my life exactly gotcha. so i had a story okay. about
0: this in miami so okay
1: sometimes i download
0: apps just because i'm out of the out of the state you know uh, <laughs> oh okay <laughs> and i i I was in Miami and I was like, um, you know, I went on. A, I I ended up going on one date in Miami. It was cool. It was chill. He was a nice guy. Um, but this other guy uh, wanted to meet up, and I was like, and he was like, "Can I have your Instagram handle?" And I was like, "No, I don't give out my Instagram handle, you know, to people I haven't met." And he was like, "Oh well, have a nice day then." Like, mad rude, and I'm like, "Okay, sir." Like, okay. he was like, "Oh, what was his exact words?" It was like. I don't go out with people who don't give me their Instagram handles. And I'm like, okay, have a good day. Yeah. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> like, like weird. Why do you need to see my, I guess maybe he <laughs> wanted to see that I looked like what I looked like, but my account was verified. So it was kind of like, yeah, no, people are interesting.
2: Yeah. Okay. So I see it's kind of shifted because I'm, I'm like, when social media first got popping, it was like, give me your handle. Give me your Facebook. Let's be friends. A thousand, two thousand friends. And now it's like, yeah. who are you?
1: <laughs> yeah. Cause that's a part of my piece. You breaking up my spirit. Mm. That's a part yep. that that's a boundary like for me that's Same. a boundary my my IG account is public and it's basically because of the work that I do in media. And in like social impact work that I do, so me by me giving this to you, you this level of access, I just
0: it's a lot. Social media is a lot. Yeah, I also have a public page, but like, like if I give you my social media, then you can find my website, and then you can search me up online. And I'm like, I don't want you having all this. It's a lot. It's a lot. Before I've even like been on a first date with you, like if we've been on four dates, maybe I'll give you my Instagram.
1: Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is my system, y'all. I'm giving y'all. I'm letting y'all peek into my dating life okay so we'll match we'll have a few conversations and it's really a video before i even meet you in person because that's going to tell me if that's even worth that which that's the part that i love because it cuts down on me wasting my time so video chat we schedule that some person was like do you schedule your life i'm like yes are you an adult (laughs) are you a struggling artist it's Please pass. <laughs> Next. <laughs> like, how do you get things done, sir? Okay. No? Okay. So we schedule a date. Um, and after that, then it's I ask questions like, you know, how, how do you approach dating? When it comes to meeting up and going out, you know, are you, are you a planner? Are you, you know, what, what kind of, and then they're like, yeah, over the years I've learned like women just do not like doing that sort of thing. So I make sure that I'm prepared doing this and that. And like, that's a cool question to ask and not being like, when are you taking me out? Why don't you ever plan the things? It's like, no, how about you find out how they operate first? Because you can't change the demands.
0: And they tell you without yes. telling you.
1: And get that out the way. Okay. <laughs> So, why are you no, mad? They shouldn't be. They always right. tell you, like,
0: I just be watching. You don't need.
2: They show you who they are immediately. Exactly. exactly.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. If you haven't planned the first day, I, I won't even go out with you. You know, like, if you haven't right. planned something that's worth my time. And, like, I don't drink. So, the whole, like, let's get drinks thing, I'm like, man, yeah, can we come up with something a little more creative? No.
2: <laughs> but, yeah. Right. And that's what we ooh, talked about. The last time we talked about non-negotiables, the man that doesn't really take initiative. Did he ever take initiative? So why are you married five years later wondering why didn't he take initiative? And if that was on your non-negotiable list, then maybe you shouldn't have kind of veered off if that was important. So I love He shouldn't have made the
1: starting lineup.
2: Yeah, I love lists. So everybody, write it down and... (laughs) If it's a non-negotiable, put it on the right. If it's flexible, put it on the right. I
0: think, honestly, that ends up being the problem in a lot of relationships. You compromised on things that you didn't want to, or you ignored things, hoping that they would get better, or that it wasn't actually that bad. And then you're like, oh, snap, this thing that was, like, annoying me in the beginning is now this, like, raging thing that I hate. Um, So just pay attention, you know? (laughs) And don't compromise. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you compromise on things that aren't that serious to you, but things that you really care about. Do not compromise. I am an an avid believer that we can literally have what we want. I script the type of man that I want. I am a believer in manifestation. Like everybody who tells you like, girl, you need to like lower your standards a little bit. No, no. I'm okay, going <laughs> to have what I want to have. And it's going to, he's not going to be perfect, but he's going to be the man that I want.
2: So I think for me is some things you didn't say you did. not I didn't realize was serious until it actually happens. So we talked briefly, briefly about, um, old podcast but like Words of Affirmation Words of Affirmation is something I didn't know I needed it, so it was never on my list and mm-hmm. so as we grow and we change and we learn about ourselves we find out that we do want something and then that person doesn't give it because they never got it. they never got it and that's the part I find I'm having difficulty with and probably a lot of married people because yeah, we grow with so our true. partners and we change and sometimes you're just not gonna know till it gets there you be like wow I needed this I didn't need this seven years yeah. ago but I need it now and
0: I think like <laughs> the older you get the better it is because then you're able well like you guys have been in a relationship, obviously, for eight years, so you grew together and you learned those things together. But I also think it's good, like, now that we're, you're, how old are you, uh, Elisa? You're about to be 30, is it? Well, yeah. I'm about yeah, to be 29. 31, yeah. and, like, I feel like I'm more established in who I am, so it's a lot easier to see, right, okay, like, right. these are the things that I want. That's true. At 25, even, I wouldn't have known that. And I would be with a totally different man at 25 than the man I choose now, which I think is a positive. That's um, true. That's true. But I think think also, then you're like more set in your ways. So there's like give and, you know, there's give and take.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There's a, no, that's true. That's a good point. Definitely good intake. But uh, you know, when courting starts, I think there is a conversation worth having about how you all will will approach growth spaces. You know? Yeah, so talk about that a
0: little bit. Never said that
1: one before. (laughs) Right, talk about that. (laughs) I mean, because we're going to continue to evolve. So like, are you someone who, once you adopt a certain thing, Thing. is there uh, a lot of resistance within self to, if I tell you that this is something that has helped me grow, would you be okay with mm, trying oh this yeah, with that's me? A you know? Are, yeah. So like once this partnership becomes a thing, like that's a building to a fault. Yes, there are certain extenuating circumstances where, there is a beyond repair moment or a super extreme like you've gone and found Islam and that's something that you want to do and now you're trying to convert your wife <laughs> and then she's like what what <laughs> nothing against the, you know my muslim brothers and sisters but you know that's a very yeah. dramatic and drastic change but if you are both in a space where you're open to to continue to try to navigate and pivot and make those spaces that's why i feel like i have very my sister makes fun of me. She'd be like, dang, you be having all these deep, deep conversations. <laughs> Send me your list of your questions because I'd be like, yeah, because I really want to dig. I want to dig as deep as possible in as short of amount of time as possible so that I can, A, not waste your time, B, not waste my own time, and C, get to the next step, like figure out what that is because too often we run into, and I know we have many friends um, that may have like been dating someone for amount of years and like they're frustrated or are here and they're like you know single but they don't know but they're wondering why they're single like it's just you're stuck in these spaces and it's just like
0: yeah also what do you think about um dating like multiple people at a time and what do you think is like okay we need to be exclusive now like time frame i mean you really can't
1: put a time frame i don't but you know yeah so i'm dating multiple people at the same time right now um (laughs) as i should which i realize i'm like Why Mm. did I do this before? Yes, fun. And you don't get
0: too hung up on one person. You see the traits in everybody that you like, and be like, "Oh,
1: I'd like more of this." I like options. I I love options. (laughs) I didn't realize people were. You know, you say that in passing, and then you're just like, "That's a lot. That sounds like a lot of work." Yeah, if you think it's going to be no, but just have fun. It's a Have lot fun. of work
2: when you're not being honest with yourself and honest with those people. But if you're upfront, transparent, it, I feel like it's easy to navigate.
1: Yeah. So w- with the with the idea of exclusivity, um, I don't I don't voice like, hey, I want to be exclusive. I wait for the band. So if you've not stepped up to voice or put your category, uh, I mean, I said <laughs> put your category, put um, put your stake in the game. I'm going to continue to date. So I don't I I don't invest more into it that I'm okay mm-hmm. with letting go. Okay. Say that again. So say that again, (laughs) I don't invest more than what I'm okay with letting go. We had a good time. That's why adding a flavor of fun in this process is so important because we can be so set on like, okay, I need him to answer all these questions. I need him to do this. I need him to, how about you just have a good time first? Like he's, he's gotten up to this threshold, which is afforded you. Uh, afforded him the the opportunity to meet you in person see how he acts don't try to impress him just show up as yourself let him impress yeah. you and that if he, it's so if true he's because not,
0: I find that a lot of uh, women are asking themselves like oh my god does he like me girls you need to be asking do you like him <laughs> like, that's the thing you're so concerned about whether he likes you, you know, and then you're like oh wait I got this man I don't even like him. right yeah
2: this is good thanks
0: yes Alisa. is there is I mean, there anything uh, no anything Elisa no that you want to leave the people with who might be on their own yeah. uh, dating journey and trying to figure it out
1: yeah I mean I think I have more advice for folks that are re-entering the dating space in our celibate um and they just have like this you know it's it's anxiety around dating because you're celibate for whatever reason that you are. A lot of us are coming out of it unintentionally celibate because of the way the world is set up. But um, the advice that I would have for someone who has discovered celibacy is something that they want to do for however long, when it comes to approaching a conversation with a person that you are interested in, don't make it a big deal because it's not. To you in your head, talking to yourself, it is a big deal and it can be very rattling. But the more comfortable that you are with a reasoning or the way that you show up, like, this is not hey i have to talk to you about something no lead into it like it's a regular conversation you know for me it you know we've gotten to know each other um really enjoy myself but um i thought that you should know that i'm practicing abstinence or i'm celibate until marriage if i thought it'd be worth telling you because i'm really enjoying getting to know you better you don't have to answer with your thoughts right now you can let me know how you feel about it but i thought it was worth me telling you since we've just spent such so much time together and that's something Something that I say a lot more fluidly, but (laughs) it should it should be a flow. It should be a flow. It shouldn't be a big deal. It shouldn't be like, and if you don't want, then never mind. Like, no, give them a ticket. So I have a question about
2: that. And it just yeah. came to my mind as um I thought about a time that I dated a man that was celibate. Will, will there ever be a conversation? And you may not know this answer now when you are enjoying his company and you all aren't exclusive. And you know and are okay with him having sex with other people because that's not where he is right now. Then
1: we're not dating no more <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I look at sex, I look at sex and I use these three, I use these three words for S, E and X. Mm-hmm. So it is spiritual energy yes. exchange. I agree with that. Okay. Okay. Or a soul energy exchange. Got it. I don't need you mixed up with somebody else's soul while dealing with me. Your mood can change. Mm hmm ideals can shift. It's a lot of foggy judgment and you're going to start acting a little shifty. And and for me, if we are, if you are thinking about dating me exclusively and you just want to get some stuff out, you handle that and just hope I'm available when you try to come and check for me next. Okay. So, but
0: <laughs> No, no, that's a great <laughs> that's true.
2: No, that why is my perfect, why? Is
1: no, go ahead and then come back. No, go. No, you're
2: not doing that? Okay.
1: I'm not holding my, your feet to the, to the fire. Like I am so firm in my stamp where I'm like, if you go, it's okay. I'm not upset. This is something that it's for me and I'm not forcing you and I'm not trying to nurse you through this process. Like You can get back to me about how you feel and then express to me how you feel and what, what the status of our courtship or dating experience will be. If you say, I can't handle that, like I said, I don't put more in that I'm okay with letting go and we'll just move right on, yeah. on. and keep it fun, right? Just, uh, I mean, y'all can still be friends with the me. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It doesn't have
0: to be like also, like, it doesn't have to be that serious. It's not going to work out with everybody, right? You know, some people are just not for you. And then oh, of you meet right, new friends. Right. Like, I, I I, definitely have stayed friends with people that I've met on apps, And that's it. That. Right. All right, girls. Well, thank you guys for joining us for episode seven of Talk About It Sis. Um, make sure to like us on Instagram at the Talk About It Sis podcast. Or follow us. And uh, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts.
2: And Alisa, if anyone has any questions, like as far as your experience with a dating coach, can they ask you? they there like an email or something? My
0: handle. I'm okay with that. Oh, your handle.
2: Okay. <laughs> if you're okay with your handle. Just in case anyone has any questions.
0: Yeah. Um, for anyone who is interested in Elisa's handle, the end of our episode this week something happened to it so her handle is l-i-s-a underscore janae j-a-n-a-y so that's lisa underscore janae Um, and you can follow her on instagram or message her if you have any questions thank you guys again for joining us for episode seven and we will see you guys in episode eight